Hello, Ross. Hi, Barry. What's going on? You are you are Ross O'Donovan. Ross O'Donovan of uh, Game Grumps. Ross, oh, Ross also Rubber Ninja Rubber Ross. Rubber Ninja Rubber Ross. That's my name. You have many aliases. Many aliases. Today many, we're many. gonna we're gonna dive into your mind, Ross. Yeah, dive into your past. I'm gonna learn about you. About you're me. Gonna, you're gonna we're gonna learn about each other. Well, I'm gonna learn mostly about you. What do you want to know? Where were you born, Ross? Tell me back. I was born in Adderdale Hospital in Perth, Western Australia. Um, I was born what was the year? 1987, 1987. To Donick and Annette O'Donovan, two Irish immigrants that had moved from Dublin, my dad being from Dalkey. Uh, and my dad was, uh, he's a general practitioner. He uh, was originally uh, doing some work in the Middle East, which included helping people who had had their hands uh, their fingers cut off and shit for uh, stealing. Wow. So he dealt with that kind of stuff. He said it That's was intense. one of the worst parts of his career. Uh, and, How old was he when he was doing that? Oh, you know? God. He would have been in his early mid-20s, mid maybe. I'm not sure. Hmm. Um, and he also worked in a premature baby ward where he decided that he hated hospitals. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't blame him there. Yeah. Wow. Um, so poor Donick. Um But anyway, they uh, my, my dad got a, a working opportunity in... Um, in uh, Western Australia, in Perth, and uh, he naturally he took it because my mom, I believe, already had Australian citizenship, so that uh, actually worked out because my grandfather uh, John, um, he, my mom's dad, uh, he was born and ra raised in Brisbane, I believe. Really? Uh, I think I remember a story, and you know, it's a little fuzzy, but I could have sworn he was there when there was an attack in Australia during World War II. I don't know, but he, sp hmm. he, he did spend time in Austra Australia, so he, he had Australian citizenship as well as being a um, an Irish citizen. So um, although he'd moved back to Dublin since and raised a family, he still had that citizenship, which was then passed on to my mother, which meant that my dad could move to Australia. So they immigrated, and uh, that's where they had me um, mm -hmm. back in Well, they had your sister first, right? Nope, my sister, sister is younger than me. Your sister's younger? Yep. Why do I always think she was older? Because she looks older than me. Because she's oh damn, wow. She's, you know she's That's not she's very a good looking girl. I'm saying she she's like I look like a little baby and she looks like oh a, she looks okay. like a woman. You know. Oh sure. I don't look like a man. Why, why would you talk about your sister like that? That's because kinda... I love her and she's my sister. Oh, that's really that's really sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. So you were born in '87. I was born in '87 um, in the summertime. Well, that would be Australian winter, I guess. Yeah, it was actually winter. American summertime. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was. I mean, I was. Pretty normal kid. I just uh, were you a nerd growing up? Were you into um, nerdy no, shit? Not really, honestly. Uh, I mean, I was. Uh, I mean, going forward, but I mean, young young age, I was just kind of like my mom used to say that she used to plot me in front of the television, and I would just watch. Uh, I wouldn't care about the TV shows. I just wanted to watch the commercials. That's all she always said. Really, I don't know why that is. You like short stories. Apparently. Cut to the chase. Um, but yeah, no, I was a weird kid. I used to, um, I remember my favorite story of me as a baby was I pissed in my dad's uh, slippers and then he <laughs> woke up in the morning and put his feet in them. I don't know why I did that. I was a very weird kid. One time I took the poo from my nappy and tried to draw a brontosaurus on the wall. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a very, I was a very strange kid. Uh, so you were, you were an artist. I was Before, an artist performance from, art. I was perhaps, an artist but, from an early age, actually. Yeah. I mean, I was already drawing and then when I finally got to, um, you know, school, you know, I, I realized, like, I was better at drawing than all the other kids, and I didn't know why, I just was, and, you know, everyone was like, oh, draw this, draw that. I mean, it wasn't good, but, you know, like, I was, you know, amongst people who couldn't draw, even at a young age, and, you know, that made me stand out, it made me feel, like, really, um, like, there was something unique about me, um, 
So I think, yeah, what? Sorry. Please oh, I'm just saying, I, I think with a lot of artists at a young age, when you realize you have a drawing ability, um, you, you'll, you'll stick with it because it's that one thing that makes you unique. And, you know, as long as people keep encouraging you, you'll keep going forward. Uh, so for me, I think art was just this thing that I really got into really early on. And, um, yeah, I just never stopped. And I think that's what comes with like a lot of artists, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. So are you going to say something? No. So just so you think from an early age, you had kind of a innate talent for, for drawing and for art. So it just kind of came naturally early on. And then you honed your skills over time. I don't know if it, I'd say talent. I mean, there's a lot of people I've gotten arguments about this. Um, I don't think it was just talent. I think it was just an interest, a passion, because I love cartoons. I love comics. So I was like, mm. as a young kid, I was like, well, I want to do that kind of stuff. So I, I drew and drew and drew. And I just put a lot of time into it. Other kids didn't. I think that's really all it, there is to it. Some people would say that, yeah, you know, maybe you have a gene that helps you, that have, makes us, gives you a stronger visual memory. Maybe you're lucky to be blessed with a uh, really good vi ability of visualization. Who knows? Talent versus, uh, you know, hard work. I, I don't know if there's been serious scientific study on it, but yeah, I, mm. I don't know. I don't know. I just did a lot of drawing and it... I, I wasn't good for, I mean, I wasn't exceptional. There was a kid in my class who was my best friend growing up, uh, Justin, and Justin was amazing at it. He was better than me even mm -hmm. in, in uh, primary school or elementary school here. Um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, my, 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 my years at school growing up were, uh, were a little weird because I wasn't an academic kid. I had very little interest in schooling. And I mean, I'm, if you talk to me about education, that's a whole other barrel of fish i guess because mm -hmm. i i personally don't think the educational system is all kinds of fucked because you know i was a visual learner and i didn't realize that until i was much older i trying to just feed me information i didn't do very well so in school i wasn't um incredibly academic um are you saying you did not get good grades oh i didn't get bad grades i just like early on i just my parents were like there's something wrong with this kid right uh and you know i was diagnosed with attention deficit disorder which i believe is now no longer a thing but rather it's a branch of adhd so i i don't know what the current science or psychology whatever mm -hmm. is regardless um so i was i was put on medication uh from a i'd say about grade four i was put on a pretty medication. young pretty young yeah yeah and um I don't really think it helped my education. It just made me more quiet. It turned me from being the class clown into this just zombie kid. Hmm. Um, the best uh, representation of it that I've seen in pop culture is, have you ever seen the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Uh, a couple episodes, yeah. There's this great episode where they they, they touch on um, uh, ADD medicine and they have this they have a, a medicine called discipline and the, <laughs> the kid that has it, literally, that's exactly how I felt. I just was like, hello, mother. Like, mm -hmm. just completely zoned out. Like, I would stare at blades of grass. It, it didn't help my education at all, but it was it was like Adderall. I think I was on, and I had a really bad reaction to it. Um, I didn't know I had a bad reaction to it. So all through school, I was a bit of a zombie. Um, I don't really remember much about my schooling years. Uh, but you were still creative during this time. Yeah, right? I'm mean, still, still creative and... when I whenever I got out of the cl this, the the, cl the classroom situation. I'd right. make my own comics. I had a comic book series. I I drew with uh, my friend Justin in grade six or five. I can't remember. Nice. And we would pat, we'd fold A4 sheets of paper, and then we'd draw this mm -hmm. comic on it about um, some cartoon animals that had a superhero organization, and um, they uh, they would fight crime. And it was really rude, and there was swearing in it, and <laughs> we kind of kept it to ourselves. And we um, we would we had readers. Uh, we would pass the comics around at lunch, and people would read them and return them to us. So I still have them somewhere. But um, oh, yeah, that's awesome. These are these are just comics I made with my buddy Justin, who I'm still friends with to this day. Um, 
He uh, he lives in Seoul now, uh, I believe, or he's kind of moving between that. But he, lovely guy. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, no, uh, coming to the end of high school, uh, I realized that I didn't want to te- keep taking the attention deficit disorder medicine, the Adderall, uh, because it was making it really hard to socialize with kids um, in in school when I was in an environment where I was supposed to be a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people would always remark like, oh yeah, you're so fun outside of school. I don't know why you're such a zombie in school. I'm like, it's because of this medicine. Mm-hmm. So when I finally realized that, I was like, mom, dad, I don't want to take this shit anymore. So I stopped taking it. Um, so how many years were you on? Uh, four, I guess grade four. Either grade three to grade seven, so quite a while. Okay. But what happened was the adverse rea- like the the reaction I had to coming off the medicine is I developed a twitch. Hmm. I had the neck twitch for about uh, a year and a half. Hmm. And the problem was that I I went off this medicine because I was like, well, clearly I want to be able to you know socialize, and I'm going in a high school environment now. I need to be able to like be myself. Right. But coming off the medicine like completely cold turkey gave me uh yeah a twitch so for the first year of high school when you know that really defines your whole high school time all these kids are like what the fuck's wrong with this kid he's got a neck a neck twitch so i was just like always like really i gave me anxiety and made me feel really bad i mean i'm still friends with like some of my friends but like some initially people kind of like he's a weird kid sure but like I know, I know now what it was. I was, I was having advert like uh, withdrawal symptoms from this drug that I was put on for like uh, close to a decade. Uh, so that you know, high school was pretty rough. Um, I didn't have a good time in high school. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I'd say I was, um, you know, still in my spare time. I kind of kept to myself. I was just like, you know, I'm just, I'm gonna do animation. I'm gonna do this, and you know, I, I well, that's the other thing. In, in grade eight. I discovered, uh, well, actually, a little earlier, I discovered Newgrounds, and that was a yeah. big thing for me. I was going to ask, when did that happen? When did that happen? Yeah. So Newgrounds I first saw in, oh, God, 1990, I'd say 1998, maybe 1997. It was um, around that far? Oh, yeah, it was, it was around 1996, and maybe 1995. I don't think I discovered it until, like, 2002. It was just, like, the so. assassin things back then, the mm-hmm. stuff that Tom Fulp did um, and a bunch of other people. But wow. eventually it opened up to user submission, and, you know, that got me really interested, but I didn't know how to animate. So um, I took a lot of interest in trying to learn uh, animation programs. Uh, my school had a program called Corel Rave, which they, uh, I've said this many times, they thought this was the industry standard, which it is not. It's now defunct programs, the Corel Painter people. Hmm. Um and I tried doing some animation in that, but eventually I got a work experience placement, and they were like, do you know Flash? And I was like, no. And they were like, well, you should learn Flash. So my mom enrolled me in a, um, in a Canon College uh, short course they have. Uh, that it was just learning Flash fundamentals, like real basic stuff. So I, I took that for, I think like it was a 10-hour course, mm-hmm. and uh, I just learned the basics of Flash, and I was like, oh, hey, this is pretty good. I think you I can, can learn. learn a fair amount in 10 hours. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I you know, being a little sponge, I was really young at the time. I would have been about 13, 14 when I did it. I think I was 13 at the time. Um, yeah, I was 13. Mm. Um, so I, I did this, and then I was like, oh, you know what? I can figure this out. I think I can, I can, I understand how they're doing all this new ground stuff now. So I just stuck with it for a really long time. Um, and you know, that really defined me as a, um, as a, as a, you know, what I wanted to do because I finally learned like, oh, this is really cool. Now I can draw and now I can make things move. There's gotta, I, I'm gonna keep going with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, I think it was difficult for my dad cause he really wanted be, me to be a musician as well. Cause my dad's a guitarist, um, which is So weird. your dad's a musician and a doctor and he wanted you to be a, mu- a musician. 
I think he want he 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 got me into playing guitar. Uh, okay. I I don't remember. So like, usually it's like you gotta be a doctor or a lawyer. Or like I think he realized early on it wasn't gonna happen because <laughs> yeah. I was not I was not an academic kid and right. I don't think my mom was either. So you know, mm. and we, they and it was kind of difficult because my mom had uh, you know a sister who was an artist who never went anywhere and she had a uh, a brother who you know after he graduated didn't really do much in terms of work. So my mom was clearly she had that that. You know, she was transferring that worry of siblings onto me. And she's like, oh, well, I don't want Ross ending up like, you know, my, my brother, or my, my sister. Yeah, I think know, it's natural. Who for... She loves dearly. But I'm just saying, right. you know, naturally, when you have another artist in the family and that never came of anything, you know, mm -hmm. there's obviously that worry. I think um, every parent tries to impart what they've learned onto their kids. Exactly. And... I know. And even if it's uh, detrimental or, you know, it's got to damage. The yeah. Kid. I mean, they, they mean, they meant well. They meant yeah. well. Exactly. Um, but anyway, uh, so, you know, I discovered this website, Newgrounds, and I was really, really into it. Uh, I didn't really share with kids at school that it was this thing I liked. I think a few kids knew about it, and I put up some cartoons, and eventually, coming to near the end of high school, because, I mean, there's not really much to talk about in terms of high school. I, nothing really happened. I mm -hmm. don't really look back fondly on it, and I fucking hated it. <laughs> really, I'm I mean, right there a, with you, man. I, I had a horrible time. Um, I, I think pe people who said high school is the best time of their life are probably the saddest people on earth, in my opinion. I think I might have said something similar in my yeah. interview with Susie. It's I was like, yeah, stupid. no, it's been up and up ever since. It's been so which I'm good. I'm very happy since. about so good since. Yeah. Um, so so that was, any, yeah, I just want to say for anyone yeah. who's listening who's having a bad time in high school. You will never see these people ever again <laughs> in your life, and they'll all be fucking dumb and pregnant by the time you're out of there. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. Or you'll run into them in a bar ten years later mm -hmm. and be like, oh, yeah. I remember you. Yeah. What are you be doing? Like, they'll be like, yeah, that sucked for me, too. I'm like, oh, I thought you had a great time. No, that sucked. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, so anyway, with the Newground stuff, that was when mm. you started to meet certain people online, shall we say. Yeah. So around... Um, Around I'd say 2004, I was just coming to the end of high school, and I I I just had a little bit of success on Newgrounds. I got up my first front page animation, which was this dumb cartoon I made based. I don't know why I decided to make an internet parody about the um, uh, Hugh Jackman uh, Van Helsing movie. Uh, <laughs> it I was know. some big shit in 2004. I so. guess it was. So I made this parody called Van Hell Thing, and I thought I was going to make multiple. I only ever made one. Mm -hmm. um, it was really dumb, and it's cringy to watch now. But like, I was like. I was probably like 16 at the time, so I didn't really know what I was doing. I mean, parodies were big shit on Newgrounds. Yeah, yeah. So they kind uh, of are a little bit today, but no, I mean, they, it's it's that parodies was, are big everywhere. It's it's, yeah. it's always going to be the case. People like to people like things that make fun of pop culture. Yeah. It's always been the case. Um, but anyway, did that. Mm -hmm. It was really big success, and I was like, wow, holy crap! And then I had kids coming up to me at school, like I saw you had a front a cartoon on the front page of Newgrounds. I was like, oh yeah, but it's like like three people who. You know, knew about that. The rest of them all fucking bogan assholes. <laughs> well, how did that feel to have your your classmates be like, you had the success on the internet, and and uh, you know, I mean, they, I, I I had some friends like I'm doing air quotes friends who were like jealous of it, and they're mm. like, some guy from school came up to warn me, and he was just like, I just want you to know that like. Ryan and all the other guys, they're gonna all downvote your cartoon at the same time. They're gonna blam you? They're gonna no, they can't blam it once it's been submitted. Oh, okay. They're like they're all gonna like they they're they're gonna plan to like, you know, post uh like a bunch of shit. Like like I had an internet forum. I was like successful and I I I had a uh uh I made a website for myself and I had an internet forum, mm -hmm. uh Flash Community that I tried to start, and I had like kids from school like trying to post in it and like ruin the forum and stuff. <laughs> anyway, um so 
yeah, like, I, <laughs> then I heard that they were trying to old demo this cartoon that had, like, so, so 300,000 views. I'm like, yeah, that's mm -hmm. gonna be a drop in the bucket, boys. Like, yeah. so, so you, a lot of jealousy. So you had haters early on and learned mm -hmm. how to deal with the haters early on. I just on. didn't care. Yeah, well, that's the way to care. deal with haters. Yeah, haters I've never hate cared. Them. And I don't give a fuck. Uh, so, you know, then I left, I left high school. I'm mean, not saying I was bullied the whole way through high school. I had good friends, and I'm still good friends with them now. Sure. Um, I just meant that, like, you know, I wasn't a popular kid. I wasn't, like, a fucking, like, I wasn't, like, a loser kid. I was just kind of, like, the kid that didn't exist and was kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's kind of lived my life in obscurity. Right. Basically. Um, and, uh, didn't want to draw attention to myself, really, so it was kind of weird being a kid that grew up like that and then finally putting myself out there on the internet. Um, sure. but yeah, the success was great, and then right after that, um, you know, around this time, I, I started talking to Aaron on Newgrounds, and, uh, you know, Aaron, I'm gonna just be honest, Aaron's a bit of fucking asshole when I first met him. Mm -hmm. I was kind of like, this guy's a bit of a bit of an egotistical knob. Wow. Um, yeah, he knows, I've told him this. Yeah, like, I mean, I remember, he's been very, mm, I mean, I don't know how much he's talked on the show about that, but at least in person, even when I was first starting to meet him, he was like, yeah, I was an asshole when I was younger. He's he was. Like, he's been very known open him. about, I've like, known him since that. He just hates who he used to be. So. I know, I mean, I, 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 I liked his work, and I, you know, I was really nice to him, and you know, when, when he was mean, I just kind of like, was like, oh, okay, and then, you know, I just backed down. Right. I, I didn't, I mean, when we stayed friends, it was just this weird, like, I remember this really, uh, I mean, I was probably a bit of an annoying kid, um, some people might joke that I'm still annoying, but, um, the, uh, the thing that happened was, I remember being in a, in a Skype call with him and a few other animators, and I remember I was talking about something and joking, and he was just not saying anything, and he literally just chimes and goes, would you just shut the fuck up? <sighs> wow. And I was like, and then I remember someone going, saying like, that's really mean, why did you say that? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, damn. was really mean. So like, I look back on that, and I'm like, man, Aaron was a really angsty kid. He was so angsty. I mean, you see those like, I can be your devil or your angel. Right. Like, at first, like, we were friends, but I was just like... This guy's an angsty, angsty motherfucker. But yeah. like we, um, we. So I never knew that Aaron. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. I knew yeah. that Aaron. I knew that Aaron way too well. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, like eventually, you know, Aaron started coming down from that. Uh, pretty quickly after I met him, and um, I mean, I told him that story once, and he's like, "Wow, I said that, man. I'm really sorry." But <laughs> yeah, I still remember it because I remember that, that like you know that sting. I was like, "Oh yeah, oh that that that." Uh... I didn't know he felt that way. Um. But anyway, uh, yeah, there was this uh, there was this moment where I asked Aaron to voice in a cartoon that I, I was doing. It's still, once again, really cringy and badly made, but Halo 2 was coming out, and I loved Halo 1, so I was like, oh, you know what, I'm going to make a Halo cartoon with a bunch of friends, so I made this cartoon mm -hmm. called There's Something About Halo. It's somewhere around the internet. I remember it well. Yeah, you remember that oh, one. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm. Well, I did that with um, Aaron as the voice. It was really cringy and whatever, but... Um, yeah, I did that, and it did really fucking well. It was on the front page of Newgrounds for months, mm -hmm. and it just blew up. Uh, that might have been one of the earlier animations of yours that I'd seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on the it was, it was on the top top fifty for the longest time, and I was really proud of myself. And that was and the crazy thing was the 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 year before for my New Year's resolution, I told myself I'm going to get a front page cartoon, and I'm going to be in the top fifty. I, I did both of those things wow. in in the in the same year, so I was that's really awesome. proud of myself, dude. Um, and that really great. solidified me wanting to continue with animation, even though these cringy, shitty cartoons now. But I was just like, I love this so much. And then you know, I had all these uh, big people that I looked up to. I looked up to Dan Paladin, who was uh, he's an art, artist and animator on uh, a lot of the Behemoth stuff. I loved his mm -hmm. his effects animation. Same with, uh, um, funnily enough, both people that I really looked up to as a kid were Dan Paladin and Adam Phillips. Adam Phillips. Made Bidey of Brackenwood, mm -hmm. uh, you can definitely look him up. He's an amazing ex-Disney guy, mm -hmm. um, still doing stuff to this day. And um, 
I think he's a he's board director or something on uh, on Bob's Burgers now. I'm not 100 oh, really? percent sure on his role, but he's a very talented guy. Mm-hmm. And I looked up to these guys immensely. Both very good at effects, but I never really got into effects animation, which is weird. Um, but yeah, so uh, very much got into new grounds, and that's when I met Aaron. And eventually, yes, we did become good friends. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I, I know I'm just saying. My yeah. initial impressions of Aaron was I, was I thought this guy was a bit of a dickhead. Um, also, as a weird tangent, real quick, I think one of also one of my mm-hmm. early uh, introductions to you on Newgrounds mm-hmm. was your character Rubber Ninja, mm-hmm. his cameo in the Super Flash Bros. Yes, stuff. I was in the Super Flash Bros. stuff. That's yeah. right. I remember seeing that and being I've seen this weird spiky ninja dude and be like, "What the heck is that?" Yeah, it's just that was just because I, I used to want to be anonymous online, so I just had this like little persona thing that I'd put in cartoons that represented me because I didn't want to be public. Sure, um, which is very weird now that I'm on Game Grumps, um, which was the case for a long time. I didn't really want people knowing what I looked like. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, no, that's funny you bring that up because a lot of people will occasionally go, like, say to me, like, PC World, always stamping down prices, which is a reference to their mm-hmm. their Christmas one. And there's, like, a hidden Easter egg in that one where I did a bunch of April, uh, not April Fool's, uh, like Easter blooper eggs. thing. Oh, yeah, ca- sure. Real things. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they used to do all the blooper real yeah, stuff. And I, yeah, and I was, it was recorded on a shitty microphone, whatever. Um, but, yeah, Newgrounds, Newgrounds, Newgrounds. Mm-hmm. I did that basically after I finished school. Everything was Newgrounds. I put all my time in Newgrounds, making Newgrounds cartoons. And, and you were still living in Perth. I was still living with my mom and dad. I was mm-hmm. just doing that, trying to make money doing that. Uh, it, you know, Newgrounds wasn't something that we made money out of. It was just a passion thing. But, you know, like, oh, that's the issue with the animation scene right now. It's like, a lot of these people, they don't live with their parents anymore. They can't just rely on mom and dad looking after them while they make cartoons. Right. That's not the case anymore. We have taxes and houses and mortgages. Right. Um, well, you, you did yeah. some other work while you were in Perth. I besides did. Besides animation. I right? did. I, I taught, well, that's not totally true. I, I Well, I, I, I worked at Hungry Jack's during, uh, during high school, which is Burger King here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did, uh, oh, what did I do? I, I worked at a uh, film... Place called Film Bites, which was a um, a youth film school that teaches uh, homeschool kids, trains high school uh, teachers how to use certain software packages, which is a lot of what I did. Um, and I also taught, well, just taught kids Flash, uh, mm-hmm. basically, and animation stuff, which was great. I loved that, and I did it for about, uh, about four, four or five years. I think it might have been four. Oh, wow. And uh, every, but here's the thing: every time I had a, a break. Uh, I would, because uh, they, they'd have school break during uh, the our winter, I would go to America to do like Anime Expo and Comic Con and all that. And that's when I finally met Aaron in person. And prior to that, me and Aaron had been working on tons of projects together. We did Gamer Tonight, we did the early Gameoverse, which I did, uh, God, I don't even know what year that would have been. So two, mid-2000. Yeah. Um, so we just did that. And um yeah, we just became really close friends. So when I finally went to America, like we hung out and we immediately clicked. We're just like good, good mates immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was really fun. Um, just out of curiosity, yeah. when you were in Perth mm-hmm. and talking mm-hmm. to people, what uh, what chat clients did you use to talk to people? It's funny you say that because when I first wanted Aaron to voice something in my cartoon, I was like, "Hey man, can you get on MSN?" He's like. I don't use that. And I'm like, oh, well, how am I going to talk to you? So you're going to have to download uh, AOL Instant Messenger. And I was like, the fuck is that? Yeah. So I ended up having to download this thing that nobody in Australia we used. We called it AIM, AIM. In, my, yes, in my circle. AIM. So I had yeah. a, I got a, a an AIM and I, I logged on and I just had only Aaron on my, my friends yep. list. And eventually <laughs> I started using it. Mm-hmm. And I remember at one point I, I, I hooked up with an American chick uh, very briefly at a bar and she she was like, She's like, oh, I'd add you on AIM, but you probably don't know what that is. And I was Whoa. like, actually, I do. And I oh was very God. impressed. She very impressed them. I can't um, imagine 
mm. being at a bar and be like, yo, add me on AIM. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh. In Australia. Especially in Australia. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that was funny. Uh, but yeah. So no, no Skype back then. No, no, no video no. chat. Well, actually, I got onto Skype really early on. Actually. Oh, really? When it like first came out, I was mm -hmm. on Skype. And that's why I'm saying that I had this good conversation with Aaron on Skype, because Skype existed back then. Then. It did, but it. I mean, it wasn't popular. It wasn't I popular. used it. I used it. Yeah. I was. I was one of the really early adopters of it. I don't even know what account it was that I was on. But um, back then, the novelty of like I can have a conversation through the internet. Yeah, was like, it was amazing. Uh, yeah, when I first came to America, I was yes. just going to for Comic Con and you know taking my my work break to go to Comic Con to go to um, Anime Expo, do all this stuff. And you know, me and Aaron became really close friends. I met like a bunch of other people, and we all became close. And uh, you was know, around when you met Holly. Uh, no, Holly, I met actually quite a, 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 like near the end of this. Okay. Um, so sorry, I, I'm jumping ahead. I, I did I did this for quite a few years, and you know I just kind of was working this this teaching job, coming to America, coming back, and I kind of just knew oh I need to I need to just finally make this push and just move here. Like this is just so cool. So you know around um, I think 2011. So 2010, I saw, here's the thing. 2010, I saw Holly at Comic Con. I didn't talk to her. I just saw her from a distance. I'd seen her Mass Effect cosplay she'd posted on YouTube, and it was on the top of Reddit. Mm -hmm. It's amazing animatronic animatronic grunt from Mass Effect she made. Yeah, with I saw her it on the top of Kotaku. Yeah, it was on Kotaku. Very yeah. popular video. I don't know where it is nowadays. I don't know if she took it down, but um, I'm sure it's floating on YouTube. It's probably somewhere. somewhere. Uh, but this thing was amazing, and I was yeah. just like, "Oh, this girl's awesome!" So when I saw her at Comic Con, I was like, I tried to get near her, but she was a part of the Morgan Spurlock Comic Con episode four, Fans Last Hope. I got that name right. Mm. Uh, documentary, and she was one of the subjects. But when I saw her, she was really upset about something. I think she'd gotten a fight with the, one of the some I don't know, like it was a person of a crew or a friend mm, or yeah. whatever. But I saw her, and I was like, "Oh, she looks, she looks a little upset. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna." Mm -hmm. And also it was really hard to get near her because the camera crews were pushing people out of the way so they could sure. walk because everyone recognized them from the video online. So I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll see if I can catch her later. Didn't catch her later. Mm -hmm. Went back to Australia and I saw her tweeting. So I sent her a, a message on Twitter and I was like, hey, I saw you at Comic-Con. I really wanted a picture. I was in an N7 hoodie, but you know, I, I, I missed off on my opportunity. Will you be there next year? Because I'd love to get a picture. Mm -hmm. Just completely innocent. And she was like, oh, you came from Australia. I'm so sorry and all that. And then she started perving on me on my live streams. <laughs> and then we That's got exactly talking. That's exactly what happened. You no, know, she, she admitted it. She started watching my live streams going, ooh, yummy. <laughs> and then... Um, yeah, then what were you streaming back then, Ross? Just animation. Okay. I was just doing what I still do to this day. I've been okay. doing streaming longer than any motherfucker on Twitch. Mm. Listen up, bitches. I'm Hipster joking. Ross coming I'm joking. at you. Yeah, this is Hipster Ross. I was using, uh, before live stream, I was using something called like something cam or something. I mm. did live stream so early on that there was no capture software for it. I used a webcam behind me to film my computer screen. That's awesome. Yeah, like, and I, I was doing, I've been doing, I was before Twitch, I was on Justin TV. Mm -hmm. I like, and before that, I was on live cam, live stream. I've been doing it for so long and I loved live streaming. I just loved having someone to, even if it was like 16 people, I just love doing it. Mm -hmm. I, I love having people around and just talking to people as I work. It's it's really fun. But anyway, she was watching me do that. And um, I'm sorry I called Twitch bitches. I didn't mean that. I was just joking. <laughs> um, I was on um, I was on this streaming and she saw me and then we got talking. And then when I finally, I was, I finally did immigrate to uh, the United States, uh, we, we started hanging out more. And then one thing led to another. We started dating and then you know, that really, really worked out, and we were dating for about, well, we were talking for about a year prior, and then when I mm -hmm. finally moved, um, 
you know, we were kind of like, we didn't want to call it we were dating, like, because it was kind of this weird thing. We were like, we don't want to do long distance, but we're definitely into each other. And then mm-hmm. finally, when I did move, it was just like, yeah, we're dating. And, you know, mm-hmm. then we just, um, you know, things went pretty fast because we'd already technically been talking pretty heavily for about two years at that point. And then oh, yeah. another year passed and we're just like, yeah, we're we're going to get married. So we, we, awesome. we I proposed to Holly, um, which was great. Um I did it by uh, hiding a message in uh, screening of Troll 2 because um, that really sp- I never watched the movie honestly that is just, the most romantic way I've ever heard of yeah. someone proposing I animated myself proposing Oh yeah, yeah does that yeah. exist anywhere online no never will never I'm will never sharing that with anyone that's special yeah and also yeah I was a bunch of friends actually cut out like the movie cut and then a bunch of people it actually started with John Tron reviewing me so John did a a review of me as if I was a game and then it cut to Aaron and Susie doing a thing uh, saying what's going to happen with being married and all this stuff and it was it was amazing and then mm-hmm. yeah she said yes <laughs> thank god yeah. uh, and then you know we were we, we've married ever since um, yeah and uh, that was around yeah. when I first met you guys yeah yeah so the funnily, funnily enough I met John introduced me to you uh, the a few days before my actual wedding mm-hmm. and then I invited you to my wedding yeah which I was like yeah sure okay. i mean i knew who you guys were and i was yeah. like yeah you only just met me and you're inviting me to your private tiny wedding yeah, and in hindsight i'm, I'm fucking I'm very shit, accepting cause... person but at this time uh i'd say game grumps had started yeah game Grumps had started even during that my was, wedding that was game Grumps started july 2012 yeah so yeah we got fall. married around then so game grumps mm-hmm. had been going for like, and you September. were around for for that right yeah i mean i've been in america since 2011 i was around when game grumps that's started. what i meant yeah yeah like here's the like thing in people, the room yeah people don't know not a lot of people don't know this but when game grumps started and i mean started there's two different stories of how game grumps started i was there for both of them <laughs> one was aaron and john on the couch uh, trying to do his nuts and bolts episode and they were said we should do a podcast i was there for that the second one was they got in the argument about uh, Fox being wolf. a wolf being a clone of Fox in Smash and, Bros. Yeah, yeah, and it was me, Zan, Aaron, and uh, John all on, like Zan was sitting on Aaron's computer chair. But they got in this fight, and we just sat there. And I, I think I was on Aaron's side. I didn't side with John on that because mm-hmm. um, it's I think he's I different. I don't remember whose he's, side was what. I'm pretty sure my point was he's his hitboxes are different enough and. His move sets are similar, but they. I mean, it just depends not, on your definition of clone. But it's a, it, de- de- it depends. Yeah, right. Like, oh my god, Ross, we should start a podcast. We should. Um, we can call it Steam Train. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, basically, uh, yeah, you know, this went on, and um, it the show started, and I, I wasn't a part of it initially, and I, I couldn't even legally work on it because I my uh, green card hadn't even gone through yet at mm. this time. Um, and yeah, then basically, uh, I think about uh, how long. Um, well, that would have been end of 2012. Yeah, okay, so t- John was on the show for about a year, mm-hmm. and then around then, Aaron wanted to bring on Steam Train, which is a show I was developing with Dan onto, into the fold, and uh, John left, which meant, you know, uh, Dan came in and took John's place, and then I was kind of left with kind of a co-host, not a co-host, so we're kind of in this weird spot, so, you know, Steam Train joined the fold, and I became a part of Game Grumps, which was very sudden and very weird, and... Yeah, because do you want to talk about the origins of Steam Train at all? Yeah, so the origins of Steam Train was just that, like, um, I was working on a cartoon. It's this Pokemon cartoon that's up on my channel. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this cartoon. And then, because I'm seeing how successful these these gameplay things are going to do, I'm going to do both. I'm going to do this and that. So I just developed animation and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so I was developing this as, like, a, a side thing that I was going to do uh, to help fund the cartoons. Um, but then what happened was. I posted that cartoon. It cost me, I spent about 
700 maybe $1,000 on commissioning someone to do the backgrounds for that cartoon, the Pokemon cartoon. Mm-hmm. I made $2,000 off that cartoon total, and it mm-hmm. took me six months. Yeah. Wow. So do the math on that to figure out how much I was being paid per hour. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized, oh, no, something's changed. And mm-hmm. that's when I kind of was like, fuck, this is not good. Uh, and then luckily I was brought into Game Grumps, but it really made me realize that animation was no longer viable on YouTube, which was a huge downer. So that's why um, you originally starting Steam Train was to be like a side project that could also kind of fund your yeah. your animation. But at this point, it's just like the, the animation's... It's like it would it would be like starting a business to sell uh melted ice. Mm-hmm. It's just like there's no there's no there's no point. There's no point. Like yeah. it's and that's why we're using and like where I am currently now, we're using Game Grumps to make a proper cartoon show, not this short stuff anymore. Let's make a real cartoon show. Right. So that's what I'm working on right now. That's in the future, but yeah, so I mean, at this point, I joined Gang Grumps. It was a pretty. Uh, I still remember my, uh, you know, that obviously no, it's no fucking secret. There was a bit of a negative reaction to uh, the change. So suddenly, um, with John leaving, and uh, I, um, I was I, honestly I was upset because you know, like we were taking the high road. Not you, you know, we didn't want to. We just wanted to let it happen. It was it was unfortunate, you know, mm-hmm. the timing and all that, the sure. steam train starting. But it was this weird thing where there were a lot of people who were like blaming steam train for john leaving and me and john are good friends so it was kind of it hurt it was really hurtful yeah so um you know what happened was i got all these hateful emails and comments and i was being roasted kotaku made article journalistic articles that were more so opinion pieces mm-hmm. rolled my eyes just then um <laughs> I and felt it yeah and here you've, I, to, you've told that beach story yeah before, and no right? i'm gonna tell it again because okay, maybe do. some people didn't hear it <laughs> Holly was like, Ross, you're not touching the internet today. internet today. You're going to the beach. And I was like, all right, that sounds great. And I'm still working on this Pokemon cartoon that I've been wanting to get out. And, you know, it's a little bit before that. I go to the beach. I'm sitting down. I'm just staring out at the ocean, just thinking, thinking, and trying to... And I was like, you know what? This isn't... This is so... I was just like, this is so bad. Like, oh my God, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. And, you know, like, just really just, just doubt, just pure doubt. And all of a sudden, a bee landed on my right hand, my drawing hand, stung the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. And I screamed in the middle of the beach, MOTHERFUCKER! And I was so, I just, everything came out. I was so mad. And this surfer guy walks up and he's like, hey dude, what's wrong? And I'm like, a fucking bee stung me, man. I'm just not having a good day. And he's like, just go ask the, go ask the, uh, the lifeguard. He'll have some stuff for bees. And I'm like, on the beach? That's ridiculous. Like, why would anyone get stung by a bee on the beach? Mm-hmm. They had stuff for bees, and it worked really well. It was like this Shit. cold thing that like froze where it was stung. Neat. But after that, I realized, this isn't a big deal. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Who gives a shit? I just got stung by a bee. That's way worse than whatever's going on here. <laughs> um, so then that yeah, It's kinda, all relative. Yeah, know? it's all relative. So it gave me some perspective, and, you know, mm-hmm. I just kept at it, and, you know... I mean, there's there's always going to be those people who are like, whatever. But you know, you just got to keep doing this stuff, and and the same goes for art. The same goes for anything. Um, yeah, just never give up. Ne- never give up. Never surrender. Trust your instincts. Trust your instincts. I wanted to take a step back real yeah, quick. Yeah, sure. So when you were starting Steam Train, come up with mm-hmm. the idea for yeah. it. You know, you were looking at your Steam library, going, "I have too many games. Got to play them all." Why Dan? Why did you think of Dan as being your your co-host in those well do you want to know the honest answer sure when i I told aaron i was like i want to do this show but i don't know who i'm gonna do it with you know what he said to me Mm. he said you should do it with dan because if john ever left the show 
you'd be my first pick. No shit. If John was like ever too sick or too whatever to do it, his stand-in would be Dan. That's what he told me. And I was like, I really love NSP. I'm the one that showed NSP to Aaron. Right. It was a really, it, it was oh, yeah. super fun. That's and I loved story it. story that I love. Yeah, I'm the one that introduced, to... <laughs> I'm the one who, yeah, I fucking showed NSP to Aaron. <laughs> this is so personal for you. This is so personal. I sent a message to them being like, hey guys, if you ever want to do something together, I'd happily like work on one of your music videos or something. Mm-hmm. And I got the like, cool, thanks response and nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. And there were like a thousand subscribers. Yeah, there were a mm-hmm. thousand subscribers and I was at about nearly 200. Mm-hmm. And then Aaron sent them a message with the same thing and they were like, absolutely, let's work together. And I'm the one that fucking introduced and then, Dan, and then the Aaron to Dan, yeah. and then I was just like, "Fucking asshole!" Yeah. <laughs> but then you were the one who started a, a show I, with Dan, yeah. and it all got yeah. glommed together in one. Yeah, thing. and it all became this like, uh, what do you call it, Cronenberg of, uh, of of Let's Play shows. Did you ever show the uh, original? I did. Train intro? It's on if you, it's on YouTube. Someone reposted it. It was on an okay. AMA. I did, um, but uh, it's it's on YouTube somewhere. If you search "original Steam Train Opening" when it wasn't a Gang Grubs branded show, it was mm-hmm. it looked very different. I look at it now. I'm Even like, the song uh, was different. It, it had, was like, like guitar it, and stuff. It had in a guitar. It. Yeah, it was same it, lyrics. Same but, lyrics. Same yeah. lyrics. Um, but a very different, very different song. Um, but yeah, that's mm-hmm. and then I joined Game Grumps and it was pretty fucking life changing. I gotta say, um, it's it's just elevated everything I've done. Um, you know, it's given me the resources to actually make a cartoon show, which I'm super excited about. And mm-hmm. uh, it's just I'm really just happy. It's hard work, but yeah, man, I'm I'm happy as shit. That's awesome. Get to work with some of my best friends. So it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Thank cool. you for for sharing your story, Ross. Yeah, you're welcome. I man. learned I learned a lot. Yeah, cool. As I said, I would. Yeah, well, and hopefully you listeners learned mm-hmm. something too. Yeah. So thanks never, for what? Never yeah. give up. Never surrender. You can do it. I believe in you. That's that's, that's Russell Donovan. Don't believe in yourself. Believe in me. Plus, believe in Ross that believes in you. Believe in the Ross. Don't believe in the Ross that believes in you. But believe in the you that believes in Ross. Do you know, I never understood what that meant for the longest time. Really, it seems kind of straightforward. No, but you know, like when you hear it. I'm just like it makes sense, but believe I never in the really, me that believes in you. No, but the idea is like when you can't believe in yourself, just look to me to find mm-hmm. and understand that I have belief in you, and you should draw strength from that. Yeah, thinking I've heard it so many times, but I never really. Oh yeah, man, never really. It's added it's, up. it's a very poignant uh, line from from Gurren Lagann. I love that anime. It's a good anime. Pierce the heavens. Anyway, thank you guys for listening and chatting yeah. and tuning in. And uh, we'll see you next time. Okay, bye. Goodbye.